Before we get started, we wanna just share a quick word from our sponsor, Playground. Playground is a preschool management app with the goal of making excellent childcare available to everyone. Playground helps early childhood teachers and directors build deeper connections with their families, especially when parents aren't able to come inside your center. Playground handles contactless check-in, lets you share pictures and videos, send announcements, automatically invoice, and more from a single app for everyone. Visit tryplayground.com today to learn more and begin a three-month and begin a three-month free trial with no fees and no contracts. Hello everyone. It is Lindsay and Martha here for another kind of unplugged. We're gonna <laughs> try something new. We're going to try something new, and we're going to call it, um, it's just the two of us, like our episode that we did previously, um, but today we're going to do something um, called a TIP, or a tip, like a teacher tip, and the TIP stands for Truth and Inquiry Prompts. So today, it's all going to be about the importance of play. We're going to talk to you about like what we know about play as educators, and then we're going to take it into some like ideas that you can take for yourself and ways that you can play around um, with some of the information we're giving in the podcast in your own classroom. So it'll be cool. We'll end with like kind of a cool challenge. And then we're actually going to take a little break, um, not for too long, and we'll be back with more episodes shortly. So without any further ado, here is our episode with us. So Lindsay, why don't you start us off with the statement or truth in the TIP? All right, so our statement is, play creates children who have strong adaptive skills and creativity. Hmm, it's so true. And adaptive, I think, is probably such a key word there because it play is like ever changing, ever evolving, and like you know, you're really having to deal with the other person. It's not all just like, it's not even. I mean, if you're playing alone, you're having to deal with, like, the laws of physics and just the way the world works. But if you're playing with others, you're having to deal with other people's wills and and, and things like that. So it really kind of works in that flexibility and that adaptivity that you need um, that we – and, like, we adults need yeah. adaptivity, um, too, because, you know, so many problems – need to be looked at from different angles or life throws different things at you and you need to be able to adapt. I mean, I would even say, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, adults, like, you know, quote-unquote playing in, you know, their work offices, too. You know, like, there's, like, those new work offices, which probably aren't hold now because of COVID, but where they have, like, ping-pong tables and different, like, games where they can actually, like, sit there and play games and then, like, it kind of sparks more creativity. True. I feel like that kind of play is, like play to like loosen up too like you know which i think is great i think it's great like unstructured time is so amazing right and i think that's kind you're right there's so many different forms of play but we're talking about um just kind of like the open-ended play right totally totally um and we have it like you know it reduces stress because it's it's joyful and it's not like oh gotta go play exactly (laughs) yeah like and i feel like i mean we know that it's how children learn learn right um, and it just, it just incorporates, like you said, those adaptive, adaptive skills, but so many, it promotes so many other things like cognitive, language, physical, social, social and emotional development. Um, and the more they play, the more they have opportunity um, to make sense of the, our world around them. Right. 
like we I just can't even count the amount of times I've I've watched children play and like you know converse with each other whether I need to break in or not like I think it can be so helpful to their again um uh what is it verbal development mm-hmm. and their social emotional I and, mean wh- yeah and I also forget always like I have to remind myself that when you watch kids play you just get you learn so much about them like I'm always like really focused on being like oh what kind of skills are they practicing and what you know what can study can this lead to but then you also as you watch them play you learn so much about them and their personality right right I actually have um, had a student that um, when they didn't like something like they would destroy it and if they it like to me it looked like oh that looks like a perfectly good building or a perfectly good drawing but to them it was like they it wasn't their right way or it wasn't right for them so they would like completely destroy it and from that i realized that this child is really like a perfectionist and really maybe having some anxiety around like wanting to do things the right way and like really maybe needing to slow down so it is nice to observe and kind of think about what you're seeing in regards to not just um, academic skills, but like, who is this person? Yes, so we definitely, as you watch your children play, we recommend that you are like observing and trying to document if you can. Um, So many ways to document. We do love Seesaw, the app. Yeah. Um, If you haven't used that, try to check it out. It's just an app that you can download, S-E-E-S-A-W, Seesaw. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, just using your phone, taking videos, taking notes in your notes on your phone or on your computer, just taking a notebook over and just kind of just jotting down what you notice. Like, don't, you don't even have to really have like a goal in mind, just kind of just take down notes and you can always go back to them and things might pop out. Lindsay. Yeah. As a parent, do you ever like get frustrated with like your toddler's, you know, uh, preschool management app that you have to kind of interview interface on the one your any of your children use. Yep, I was actually just saying I wish that my son's daycare would have maybe consulted with me a little bit on this because I think they would have loved Playground. Yeah, Playground is a preschool management app. It's awesome because it's very customer based. Basically, it's built off customer feedback, um, and that's about seventy five percent of their features coming from customer. Cu- from customer feedback and um, they also like are very early childhood based they have a whole blog you know just dedicated to early childhood education not in like a this is why our app is great kind of way but in a like these are cool issues and topics that teachers are writing about on their blog so you could tell they're really embedded in what they do yes like they're a, a management app that actually cares about early childhood education in general. Right. And it's not hard to use as an app, right? So if you're looking for something that's easy for your parents to use, if your parents have been kind of having like a hard time stumbling through your app and stuff like that, there's a low barrier to entry with the app. Um, And then there's free onboarding for schools and parents um, with free tech support because schools shouldn't have to be providing the tech support for parents because they already do a lot, which is a very cool perk. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Playground is offering a free three-month beta program with no contracts, commitments, or fees when you work hand-in-hand with them to develop a solution that uniquely fits your school. Exactly. So they'll work with you, and you'll get something that's perfect for you. 
Visit TryPlayground.com today. That's TryPlayground.com. Totally. I, I like to just even, I, I don't even, if I'm feeling like, I don't want to write down what I notice. Sometimes mm-hmm. I write down like dialogue. Mm-hmm. And lately, a tip that I've been doing, if i um using, if I am writing notes, I will say to the kids, you know, I'm, I'm just watching you guys play so mm-hmm. I can see what I'm learn can, can learn about like what you like to play and what we should play next. And then if the, if I'm feeling like overwhelmed, like because you know how all the kids are coming up to you, um, so something I'll do mm-hmm. is I'll be like, uh, you know what? When I am trying to take these notes, it turns my brains into like scrambled eggs when I have too many people coming to talk to me, and I don't want to have scrambled egg brains. So I need you to like wait patiently next to me um, until I finish writing my sentence, and mm-hmm. then because I know it's hard to capture dialogue, right? Like mm-hmm. when you're sitting and writing but then my kids have been totally respectful of that they're like shh miss beisman doesn't want to get scrambled egg brains so yeah you bring up another good point because i feel like bringing the children into it is really helpful like even if you take pictures and then later show them the pictures and ask them what was happening so i think like actually using the children and having them wait talk to you about the dialogue be patient wait maybe reflect on a picture of play a couple days later or even that day you so bring helpful. you bring up a good point because um, recently I had my kids using a camera and mm. taking pictures themselves, getting involved themselves, and like, what is the child's lens? <laughs> but really, like, and that that was a really cool thing to look at what the what the focal point for them was. Um, so, yeah. just a couple other things to bring up. We talked about observing, making sure that you're, you know, at least sitting there and observing some of what they're doing. You could be taking notes. You don't have to be. You can just be like watching and observing, um, without doing any like formal documentation. Uh, but also, I just besides documentation that you could put up based on their play, it's also so important to have these little like play scenes for conferences to share, like little anecdote with dotes with parents. Yeah, you're um, good at that. Just to talk about like how they do play with others and what you are noticing in their play. Yeah, you can write down when you're noticing. You could just go around one day. There's so many things to notice. You could go around mm-hmm. one day and be like, who's playing nicely with who? Yeah, who's not playing so great forming, together? Right. Partners that are like not great learning partners. So I feel like there's just so many ways to share this play observation that you are doing. Um, and we know there's so many skills involved, which we had listed earlier. Right. Um, no, and the, I think the other, the other thing I wanted to add to the um, ways to observe and document, you can also look for play schemas. So yes. when you're, yeah, so when you're documenting, you, or when you're observing, something that was really helpful for us was in our um, conversation about um, play schemas. Our play schemas or projects as verbs with Heather Jackson. Um, we talked about how um, a play schema or like the kinds of ways children play. So they'll they'll transport, they'll enclose, um, enclose things. They like there's like patterning in there. There's orientation. Right. So there's you about get, seven. You, if you type in play schemas into Google, you can look it up, and then you can just kind of observe and see what you see your children doing. And then what you can do is think about, wow, I saw my kids. You know, I really thought they were interested in the trucks. 
I was like watching them and I'm like, oh, these kids love their trucks. So I'm going to set out all the truck drivers. I mean, we're going to do a garbage study. But re in reality, what they were really interested in was transporting because they were filling up the garbage truck with all sorts of things. So maybe you could do the garbage men. You could you know think about like garbage collection and all of that but you could also try at the same time putting out different transportation methods and seeing if they are also enjoying transporting things to and from and then kind of take it from there it's just another interesting way to observe yeah i think that's a great um idea for you especially if you are observing play and not really nothing's really sparking like uh an idea or really common to at you, I feel like the play schemas can give you a whole new direction. Yeah, I think Definitely. they can open up a whole... They're also up on our blog. Yes. Oh, all the play schemas are up on the blog. Do not Google it. Go to the blog. There's <laughs> definitely some in that, in that um, episode. Yeah. So, um, we're going to get to our prompt, which is kind of like going to be our challenge for you um, to take into your classroom. Um, so we want you to pick a morning or whenever it is in the day that you have your kids doing like their biggest, most uninterrupted um, free play session. Um, and you're going to sit and closely watch an area of open-ended play. Could be the kitchen, the blocks, the Legos and trains. Um, there are a couple things that we want you to look for, but also to, this is also a very open-ended prompt where we just really, our goal is that we want you to take that time and sit and observe a part of play during your day. What are the skills that the children are learning through play? Mm -hmm. So think using a social, emotional lens, even early lit, early literature, early math skills, just a few to think about. Mm -hmm. What are some ways that the children are adapting? Mm -hmm. Are they needing to adapt? Maybe they're not needing to adapt in their play, but are there some ways that they're needing to adapt? Right, like are you seeing them like change their plan? Right. Or not change their plan? Mm -hmm. And that's so, so valuable too, like keep talking about flexibility. Um, what creativity do you see through their play? Are they bringing in other materials? Are they using a material in a different way that you didn't expect? Right. And then what do you notice about the way they're using those materials? So like, are they using them, again, going back to creati creativity, are they using them in traditional ways or are they like using cool things in like non-standard ways? Or are they asking for more materials? Are they asking asking for more materials? Are they, are they not interested in something you put out at all that you thought they were gonna be interested in? And then I think finally, like what, you can look for the play schemas too. Mm -hmm. Um, but that is going to be it for us. Just a short little TIP, teacher tip for you um, to take. And we will be back in a couple months with some new episodes for you. Um, we're looking forward to it. And we definitely want to hear about, if you are observing play, what's happening? Instagram us. Oh, yeah. Email us. Facebook, Instagram, email. We would love to highlight some, some of people. your observations and what you've thought of this.